good day. Uh, my name is JWP, and I'm doing a new Hacker Public Radio episode. Um, this is content only for Hacker Public Radio. Uh, I normally do a podcast, uh, the JWP Linux and Open Source Podcast, and you can see the show notes and uh, and uh, get the links to Libsyn at uh, uh, jwp5.wordpress.com uh, or wordpress.com slash jwp5. Uh, those are the show notes. And uh, my contact information is jwp5 at hotmail.com. Um, today what I want to talk to you all about is uh, something that I use uh, pretty much every day um, in, my, uh, in my Linux life. Um, we all have uh, particular things that we like or, or don't like. Um, my first uh, experience with uh, with Unix was uh, I was using CompuServe, uh, and I, it was very much Unix-like. Um, and then uh, I started working with... Uh, um, Unix systems, old AT&T Unix systems. Uh, AT&T actually sold servers at one point in time uh, that had Unix on them. And uh, they had this program called Pine. And uh, it's an email program, a newsreader. Uh, back then you could post from Pine, you know, into like these Usenet groups. And I know they have, still have all that and everything, but I... I can't remember when the last time it was that I used one, uh, but I got very used to the control keys uh, being uh, uh, there for me and extremely comfortable uh, in using them and thought that, you know, unlike uh, VI or, or, or Vim or any of the other editors, uh, that it was very easy to use and it did exactly what it was supposed to do so you know I I didn't really know that uh, you know the reason that I use nano is uh, that a few years ago I was doing alpha uh, alpha CPUs which came from digital equipment company on a machine called a Multia uh, and uh, I didn't want to use true 64 I wanted to do uh, uh, Linux, and the only Linux that really did Alpha really well at the time was um, Debian, and um, and so there was a few sites on it, and they used this thing called Nano, and uh, I liked it because it was pretty small, and uh, I liked it. So, how did uh, Nano come about, and? Uh, yeah, Nano came about uh, um, by uh, um, um, a guy named Chris, Chris Allegrita. Uh, he didn't like the the license for uh, for something called uh, Pico, P-I-C-O, um, and so uh, and he created uh, Nano, and Nano is. In uh, computing, Nano is a GPL-licensed, cursus-based text editor for Unix and Unix-like systems. 
It is a clone of Pico, the editor of the Pine email client. Nano claims to emulate Pico with some extra functionality. Um, and that's from the Wikipedia. Again from the Wikipedia, uh, it talks about how Chris got uh, started in 1999, and he named it TIP, because uh, TIP means this isn't Pico. <laughs> and uh, he was motivated to create a free software replacement for uh, PICO or, or PICO, uh, since neither it nor Pine were distributed under the free uh, software license. The name was officially changed uh, to Nano on 10 January 2000 uh, to differentiate it between the the tip command. Uh, the name comes from uh, the system of SI prefixes where Nano is a thousand times bigger than Pico. Although the recursive uh, back acronym uh, Nano's another editor is sometimes used. On February 2001, uh, Nano became an official part of the GNU project. And that's that's a that Richard Stillman thing uh, that does a lot. Um, it says Nano implements some of the features that Pico likes, including uh, text, colored text, extra expression, search and replace, scrolling, uh, multiple buffers, rebindable key support, and experimental um, undoing and redoing edit. On August 11, 2003, um, Chris Alegrita officially handed maintenance of Nano's stable branch to David Lawrence Ramsey. Um, and on December uh, 2007, uh, David Lawrence Ramsey officially stepped down as, uh, as uh, Nano's maintainer. Now, when I went to the Nano, uh, the there's another site, not just the Wikipedia. If you go to uh, uh, www.nano-editor.org and you say contact, it writes to Chris. So I guess Chris is doing it again. I'm not sure. I wrote Chris an email. I'm not sure if he'll write back. You know, it's sort of like writing Jono. You know, you may get a reply, you may not get a reply. So, um, it. You know, like Pico, it's 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 a uh, 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 keyboard oriented with the contr uh, control, and it's controlled with control keys, uh, uh, which is something that I really like. And since Pine was my first ever experience, I, I I really like that. And I even use Alpine now on my my Debian slug uh, a lot. Um, so. If you go to the, the sign uh, through the website, there's this wonderful uh, 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 fact. And, uh, uh, and uh, again, Chris uh, uh, says he maintains this. Uh, um, uh, and it says the fact was originally maintained by Chris, and it was later maintained by uh, uh, David Lawrence Ramsey. Um, and uh, I don't know if, if if David's not the maintainer anymore. Then oh, I'm not for sure. It was on it was on Wikipedia, so, so I'm quite confused. But uh, you know they have uh, they have the you know how to contribute. You uh, 
if if uh, if you have something to to change in the code, you do nano at nano minus editor dot org, and uh, it'll be added to future versions. Um, and then the uh, I sort of talked about the the history, but uh, on a, on the original website, it it says uh, in the beginning uh, the uh, for years, just like I said, that you know it was all tied to Pine, and then Pico was the editor, and people started doing Pico for many things. Um, uh, many beginners to Unix flock to Pico and Pine because of their well-organized, easy-to-use interfaces, which is 100% the reason that I use it. I don't use VI or Vim or any of that other stuff because it's not easy to use. It's not simple for me. And, you know, not that I'm slow or anything, but, uh, uh, I, you know, I, I just like to be comfortable. And I haven't run across anything that I didn't use uh that I didn't use, couldn't use Nano for just as well as I could VI or Vim or any of that other stuff, and um, and so, and if I was going to program, you know, I just use that editor in Ubuntu, uh, in program or uh, LeafPad or you know one of the free ones from you know, portable apps. Uh, no reason to use the console only in that. Um, the reason you use the console editor is to edit the your config files and to maybe make a quick text note, um, uh, something along those lines. Uh, um, the um, so in the beginning there was just this Unix and uh, um, and then. We started getting uh, this proliferation of this Linux in the mid-1990s, and many university students became intimately familiar with the strengths and weaknesses of Pine and Pico. And then came Debian, and wow, Debian was really in my life with that alpha server, and, and it still is to a lesser extent. Um, the uh, Debian has really strict standards in distributing truly free software i.e. software with no restrictions on redistribution. It would not include a binary package for Pine or Pico. Many people had serious dilemma. They love these programs, but the versions available were not truly free software in the GNU sense of the word. The event. Well, in late 1999, Chris, uh, who's our hero uh, was yet again complaining to himself about the less than perfect Pico license that was distributed under the thousand make files that came with it. Um, and how just a few small improvements could make it the best editor in the world. Having uh, been a convert from Slackware to Debian, he missed having simple binary, uh, a simple binary package that included Pine and Pico, and he'd grown tired of downloading them himself. Finally, something snapped inside Chris, and he coded and hacked like a madman for many hours, one straight weekend, to make a barely usable Pico clone at the time he called TIP. This isn't Pico. And the program um, 
could not be invoked without a file name, uh, could not save files, and had to, no help, uh, a no help text display, a spell checker, and so forth. But over time, it improved, and with the help of a few great coders that matured to hopefully the stable state it is today. And um, in 2001, Nano was declared the an official GU, uh, GNU program by Richard Stallman. Uh, Nano also reached its first production release on 22 March, which is my birthday, <laughs> in 2001. So that's another reason why I like it a lot. <laughs> uh, um, Again, they changed it from TIP to, to Nano. Um, the current version is 2.20. Um, uh, 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 there is a, a, a man page, and, and they have like their own Red Hat uh, derivatives and Debian derivatives. Interestingly enough, there's also a DOS one. Which was really, which would really be cool. But when I clicked it, the University of Texas server didn't uh, didn't know how to do it. But you can also compile it from source. And uh, it says if you want to do a Win32, if you're using the official Nano Zip and have extracted all the files, you should make the file Nano RC and replace it somewhere in your Win32 system write permission on top of C. Uh, and so you can, uh, so he gives a, a, a way to do nano with uh, Windows XP if you want to. However, I think it would be easier just to open a telnet or an open putty and go to SDF and then you have the whole thing right there. Um, and there's so many, so many, uh, 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 so many things, and uh, that that it has. Uh, um, and I guess you can give money, but uh, Chris didn't say how to give money. So anyway, uh, this is uh, my notes on Nano. Again, it, it runs with a control key. It's a lot like Alpine or Pine. Uh, if you want something really simple, it's the perfect thing. Um, on my Debian slug, I use uh, SC, which is a, a text-based spreadsheet. Uh, I use Nano, and uh, I use uh, uh, the calendar program, uh, CAL, um, and as like a little mini office suite. And uh, it's... Uh, it's it's pretty cool and and uh, I've got to see if I can install it in TinyCore to see what happens if I if I do it in TinyCore. But um, I think I did get it and install it in TinyCore. I think that was one of the first packages. Anyway, this is JWP, and if you have any questions, please email me at jwp5 at hotmail .com. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.